Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hey, hey, it is Elizabeth, and I am so glad that you are back for me to share with you 13 lessons that I've learned about fat loss that really I can now apply to every aspect of my life, and I do. These are the themes of many of my conversations with my one-on-one coaching clients, and I thought that it would be helpful to have them all in one place. And remember, especially for those of you who are new to the show and new to my story, you know, this comes from experience in nutrition education, formally, as well as in my career, but also, and more importantly, yo-yo dieting for most of my life, operating between two polar ends of the spectrum, strict avoidance, deprivation, craziness, and all out, I don't care, I don't want to know, put it in my mouth, right? And then finding a place of balance and moderation and losing over 140 pounds without feeling like a monster or a crazy person or like food was running my life because life's too short and I'm not interested in that. So this comes from being balanced and imbalanced, dieting and being totally out of control, fat loss mode versus maintenance mode, being highly emotional at times and also very stoic at times. And these 13 lessons are in no particular order. Maybe two or three of them will resonate with you. Maybe all of them will resonate with you. But if you find that one of them really speaks to you that you need to work on, I'm going to encourage you to really just work on one at a time. We cannot maintain our focus and our effort and our intensity and our energy across many different things at once. We can do a lot of things at once, but we cannot change multiple behaviors at a time and have a high rate of success. We have a much higher rate of success and sustainability when we do one thing at a time. So I know everybody has that like gung-ho, go get them. I'm gonna get a new planner and I'm gonna get a new workout outfit and I'm gonna clean out my pantry and I'm gonna do all the things. No, please don't, please don't. We all know how that ends, okay? So if you decide, oh, this is one I really need to work on, let it be just that one, all right? So lesson number one, about fat loss and life. You are the only reason that you haven't done it yet. You are the only one in your way. You are the only one that can make it happen and you are the only one who can keep it from happening. It's just you. That's all there is. You alone are responsible for everything you put in your mouth. You choose it. You can explain it away and make excuses and rationalizations, but ultimately it went in your mouth because you put it there. 
I'm going to say that again because I think sometimes we get really confused. No, it went in my mouth because the kids were crazy. Nope, it went in your mouth only because you put it there. And if you haven't done it yet, whatever it is, reached your goals, please, no guilt, no shame, no regret, no beating yourself up. Because honestly, don't just hear my words, but really think about them. How do those emotions help you? Guilt, shame, regret, remorse, disgust. How do they help you? Is it working? Is it working to feel that way? Is it fueling your action and driving you towards your goals? Or are you just beating yourself up and wishing things were different now or had been different in the past? I hear you. You think you just can't turn it off. The guilt, the shame, the beating yourself up. Sure you can. Redirect your attention to right here and right now. Like this very second right now as you hear my voice. When you notice those thoughts of guilt, shame, regret, remorse, disgust, literally just Gently bring yourself back to the moment. Ask yourself, like, what am I doing right now? What's happening in this moment? What what is happening this very second? Right now, mindfulness, presence, what is happening right now? Just kind of examine your present moment and remind yourself that whatever you were just beating yourself up about is gone. It's done. You can't change it. It's done. Like, what energy going towards that is going to make a difference? None. You just gave away your energy for absolutely no reason. But right here in this moment is my only opportunity to take action. So can I do something right now to move towards my goals? And if I can, great. Do it now, right now. If I can't, okay, just enjoy this moment. I'm not going to give away my energy on something I can't change, right? If you cannot take action... Get out of your head because spending time in the past is just giving away the present. That's it. It's just true. It's not bad. It's actually good. You are the only thing in your way and you have total control over yourself. Sure, you might have a stressful job. You might have screaming kids. You might have a small grocery budget, but you're still in control. You are still in control of what you put in your mouth. Just you. You're it. And that is awesome. Lesson number two about fat loss and life. If you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you're right. Every belief that you hold is going to manifest itself either by taking action or preventing you from taking action. If you don't believe it's possible, you're right. If you believe it's possible, you're right. The beliefs that you hold influence your action or inaction, period. So if you don't think you can do it, when you're faced with a choice, action or inaction, you are reminded by what you've been telling yourself, the truth you created, you can't do it. And I get what you might be thinking. Okay, well, I don't think I can do it. So how do I change that? If that's holding me back, how do I change that? I'm not saying that you need to flip on a switch and believe right now that you can lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds or 20 pounds or run a marathon. Here's what you need to believe. Are you listening? Okay, here's what you need to believe. I can make a good choice right now. That's it. I can make a one good choice right now. Of course I can. There's no reason in the world I can't make a good choice right now. Please, for the love of everything, get your head out of the future. You aren't there yet. I'm not talking about if you can lose 100 pounds. I'm not talking about if you can navigate the wine night with your girlfriends a month from now or the football game with your buddies in a week. You're not there yet. 
I can make one good choice right now. It's one thing. I've got this. In fact, it's really easy to make one good choice just right now. So stop making those grandiose plans about the next week, the next month, the next six months, how much weight you're going to lose before the end of the year. Just right here, right here, right here, right now. You can make one good choice. That's what you need to believe. And then you carry that belief with you to each moment. I can make a good choice right now. And I'll deal with later later because it's not even freaking here yet. So let's not sweat it. I can make a good choice right now. That's what you need to believe. That's it. That can be the key to your success. Fat loss life and fat loss lesson and life lesson number three. Facing your reality doesn't make it more real or less real, but avoiding it is a really big problem. One of my clients the other day needed to take her measurements. It was the time that we normally take measurements, and she said, I couldn't do it. I couldn't even look in the mirror. Listen, looking in the mirror doesn't change. Like, it is what it is. Avoiding it removes your power. It doesn't become any more real or less real if you don't look in the mirror, if you don't write down what you ate. Like, it doesn't just not exist because you don't want to face it. Avoidance means no power. The first step to power and being able to change is acknowledging where you are and what you're doing. It's just data. It's not good or bad. It's not more true because you're facing it. And here's the deal. If you avoid it, whether it's avoiding those uh, tight-fitting pair of pants, or it's avoiding the mirror, or it's avoiding your trainer, or avoiding a coaching call, or avoiding writing down your food, avoidance is how you make reverse progress. How you go from on track to off track. It goes from one moment of avoidance, like, oh, it's just this one thing. I'm not going to think about my goals, to a whole day of not thinking, to a week of not paying attention and avoiding the mirror and not putting on those unforgiving pants. Y'all, it's not any more true if you face it and you can make progress. If you own your truth, if you aren't like, la, 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 oh, crap, I've gained 20 pounds, right? You have so much more potential. Look in the mirror, naked, often. I'm going to say that again. Look in the mirror, completely naked, often, like every single day. It's not more or less true because you're looking at it. Like, own your reality. That is part of your power. You need your power to make a change. Take pictures. Often, you don't have to post them on Instagram or Facebook. They're for you. I don't care if they're just headshots or if they're in your underwear or whatever, I mean, whatever you do with your pictures, you do with your pictures, just don't send them around. But honestly, take them for yourself because facing it is how you cannot get into the trap of avoidance. Write down what you eat. This is one of the most important shifts to go from progress, from no progress to progress. All right, fat loss life lesson number four. If you want level 10 success, you have to be willing to become a level 10 person. We look at weight loss or fitness or whatever the goal is, and we tell ourselves, this is so hard, I suck at this. I didn't lose 130 pounds overnight. In fact, my weight loss was years of effort, years of failing, years of beating myself up, years of practice, years of mistakes. And then it was years of consistency, practicing every single day, practicing every single day. 
If you are consistent, try. Most of you aren't consistent for two weeks. Try being consistent for two months and then see how it feels. See if it still feels hard. I bet it doesn't. So there's this this guy. I feel like his name on Instagram is BioLane. I'll link to it in the show notes if I remember. But he is a professional powerlifter, bodybuilder, insanely strong, has won many world competitions. And the other day he posted a picture on Instagram and it was his version of a before and after, which is like so different from my version from a before and after. But it was like him as a scrawny teenager and then him now as like one of the strongest people on the planet. Right. And what he wrote under the picture just rang so true to me. I'm going to read it to you and I will link to it to make sure he gets credit for it because these are his words, not mine. But it just was so true. And in fact, I read it to one of my clients on a, on a coaching call this morning because I just thought that it was so freaking powerful. So this is what he wrote relative to his transformation in gaining strength, not fat loss, but actually putting on weight instead of taking off weight. But still, listen to this because, God, it's so powerful. He said, what you see here represents 17 years of work. This didn't happen overnight. This didn't happen in six months. This wasn't the result of some magic program or diet. This was the result of grinding for days, weeks, months, years. People stress over the details. They think they didn't make progress because they didn't take the right supplement or they didn't time their meals right. No, they didn't make progress because they got discouraged after six months. Elizabeth here, I think that's generous. I think most people get frustrated after six hours or six days. They didn't make progress because they got discouraged after six months and took time off. In my 17 years of training, the longest stretch I ever took off was six days after my pec tear reattachment surgery. Six days later, I was doing single leg extensions. So people see the end product and think it happened fast or think I must have used drugs because they can't fathom committing to something for 17 years. Most people can't even commit to something for 17 minutes. Do me a favor and find something you love and work at it every single day for a decade. Then let me know if you still suck at it. Consistency is 90% of the battle. Everything else is minimal compared to that. People have no idea what success in any endeavor takes. Shut the hell up and grind. I mean, right? How powerful is that? So I there's I can't add anything to that to say it any better. Get consistent. You think it's hard? You haven't been consistent. You haven't been consistent. Try doing it every freaking day for just a year even and tell me if it's still hard. Fat loss life lesson number five. You can't escape anything. I personally... <laughs> Oh God, I learned this so many times. I was using food as an escape. I was using food to distract me. Here, here's the raw truth. I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts in the evening. I was really great at busying myself throughout the day, working, doing whatever else. But that witching hour when the sun goes down and everybody's quiet and there aren't people around, I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. And so I always thought of food because it was a distraction. But when you do that, when you just turn and run away from it, you, you don't resolve it. It's just there. 
The struggle doesn't go away. You're in a race that has no finish line. Yeah, you can escape and distract yourself for a few minutes, but whatever you're trying to run from is still there waiting for you. So then you have to fight this fight every day. And that's what I did. I was overeating every single night because I didn't want to deal with the reality of my pain when it was quiet. When I was at work, I was I was getting stuff done. I was taking care of problems. I was leading a team. I was doing all this stuff. But I couldn't handle being alone with my own garbage in my head. And if I was eating, I didn't have to think about it. Let me tell you what was one of the most uncomfortable things in the world. Being alone with my thoughts every night for the first time ever. For the first time ever, not using food as a drug, as a numbing agent, as an escape. But here's the deal. The only way to free yourself from it is to face it. If you just turn away from it and run and plug your ears and escape or drown yourself in food or alcohol or whatever your drug of choice is, mine was food, you can't ever be free from it. The only way to eliminate the struggle permanently is to deal with it. Does it hurt? Yeah. But then it goes away. Then it's done. Then it's over. You don't have to keep dealing with it and running from it every day because that, I assure you, is far more exhausting and it'll rob you of your life because you're always running. You're always escaping. And the problem is I wasn't running. I was eating. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) gotta, gotta lighten it up a little bit sometimes. All right. Fat loss life lesson number six. I've said this before, I'll say it as long as I have this platform. You've got to practice being committed to the daily process without being attached to the daily results. And this goes back to the post that I read about consistency. We get frustrated and we give up. Dude, you haven't earned it yet. You haven't been consistent yet. Every single time that you're like, oh my God, I had such a good week and the scale didn't move. So do it again. That's the difference between people who are successful and people who aren't successful. When you do the work and the results aren't there yet, successful people do it again. Unsuccessful people get frustrated and quit. You have to commit to the daily process. I don't care if it takes 100 days of effort before you feel like, oh my gosh, my body's changing and this feels easy. But if you quit on day 10 or day 20 or day 35 or you take a break every 17 seconds, you're never going to get there. Commit to the process. Don't commit to the results. I was having a conversation with a client the other day and she was like, I don't know, just in the past, I've always had like, you know, these these inches targets and these pounds targets and I just feel like I need like these big goals. And I said, do you know what works? Do you know what gets results? Have we done this enough that you know what works? Yes. Okay, this is the goal. Do that today. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, what can I expect in terms of weight loss and inches loss? Do that today. You'll find out when you do it. Do the work. Be committed to the daily process without being attached to the daily results. The on again, off again is not the way to success. It's not. It's the way to using a lot of mental and physical effort, but not seeing results. Get consistent. Do the work and then do it again. Do the work and then do it again and be more committed to the process than you are to the results. Honest to God, if that is one thing you take away from this, be more committed to the process than you are to the results because if you do the work, it'll work. 
But if you do the work and then you get frustrated and you throw in the towel and then you come back and you're like, I should do the work. So you think about doing the work and then you do a little bit of the work and then there's a better offer. Dude, do the work and then do it again. Just keep doing the work. Fat loss life lesson number seven. (laughs) I learned this one the hard way too. I kind of learned all of these the hard way. I went to the school of hard knocks. And I was heavy along the way. I ate a lot. But anyway, life lesson number seven. I have no business in the future. I have no business in the future. The what ifs, the whens, the if onlys, they have got to go completely, 100%. Total waste of time and energy and opportunity. Besides, thinking about doing something someday wastes the energy that you need to do something now. You make progress not by thinking and planning. You make progress by doing, doing today. Screw tomorrow. You might not wake up tomorrow. And the situation, the circumstances, if you do wake up, might be totally different. You can't do anything about tomorrow today. All you have is today. I have no business in the future, and neither do you. And this is a practice, catching your mind as it drifts into the future and then gently bringing it back. And then it'll drift again and you just gently bring it back and keep doing that. And don't beat yourself up about it. It's just, oh, there I am again. You know, hamster wheel mind, bring it back, right? Fat loss life lesson number eight. And we talked about this recently, but this totally belongs in this episode. Train your inner toddler. We all have that inner toddler, and mine was out of control. I want chocolate. I shouldn't eat chocolate. That's not fair. I want chocolate. Why can't I have chocolate? And then I walk and I get the chocolate. Or I want ice cream and I want it now, and that's just the way it is because I had a bad day and I deserve ice cream. I mean, it's so... What is the girl's name in Willy Wonka? Is it Veruca Salt? I don't know. The blueberry one. The whiny one. Viola? Viola? That's what we have inside us that talks us in. Willy Wonka was a great movie. And I used to think like, can you imagine living in a world of like chocolate waterfalls and and candy wallpaper? God, I was such a fat kid. But anyway, (laughs) you've got to train that inner toddler that is constantly throwing temper tantrums because you give in. You give in every time. And is it fun to train an actual toddler like outside of yourself? No. But what happens if you don't? They're spoiled and they're entitled and they're brats. And I would dare say that many of us have a spoiled, entitled brat living inside us. And so have a little like brevity about it. Like have, not brevity, levity. Have a little bit of levity about it. Brevity too, because you know, you don't want to spend too much time talking to yourself. But Just identify like, there goes my inner toddler having a tantrum as you walk through the grocery aisle and you're like, cookies, cookies are so much better than broccoli. I want cookies and I want them now. Just kind of like laugh at yourself like, there goes that toddler I'm trying to train. And in the moment, is it easier to give the cookie? Yeah, but then what? You have a spoiled, entitled little brat calling the shots in your life. I don't know about you, but I don't think that's really the fast track to success or reaching your goals. Fat loss life lesson number nine. Everything is easier when you make good food choices. And I know it seems really hard when you're thinking about the change, when you're anticipating the change, anticipating what it's going to take and to establish that habit. But when you think about 
cutting out processed foods and sugar and whatever else. Yes, it seems daunting. But the reality is, I, I mean, if you haven't like gone through periods of doing this, I think most of you have, but if you haven't, the reality is when you make good food choices, you feel amazing. It only seems hard when you aren't doing it because when you do it, ready? You have more energy. You have fewer mood swings. You have fewer cravings. You aren't nearly as hungry. You have less negativity in your life, less doubt, less frustration, less resentment, less disgust. You're more motivated. You're more productive. I don't know about you, but like that's what I want. Is there some activation energy required to make that happen? Yes, of course, there totally is. But when you cross over that, when you invest that initial energy and you just say, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tame my inner toddler and I'm going to do it. Everything is easier and not just easier, but better when you're making those good food choices. And you realize like, I kind of enjoy ice cream more when I'm having delicious gourmet ice cream instead of like nasty freezer burn stuff out of the freezer with a spoon because I'm desperate and like not even presently enjoying it. Everything is easier when you make good food choices. All right, we're coming towards the end here with fat loss life lesson number 10. My body and your body, my body has all the answers for me. Your body has all the answers for you. I don't need to search for the latest and greatest thing. I don't have to do a ton of research. I don't have to read all the diet books. If that's what it took, I would have lost weight eons ago because I was an information junkie. But your body gives you feedback every single day about what works for you and what doesn't. Your body. Who else's is more relevant? Just do the work and listen to your body. Don't get hung up on, well, I need to understand this. And, and what about nightshades? And what about soaking grains? And what about, what about, what about, dude, your body has all the answers for you. There isn't anybody that has the answers for you other than you. You can get encouragement and you can get information, but like your body has the answers, which is so freaking cool because it's yours and it's always with you. Fat loss, life lesson number 11. Your attitude matters most. And you control your attitude in every situation. The more I control my mind, the more I control my results. And really, I've said this before, you are too freaking blessed to be unhappy. I am too freaking blessed to be unhappy. If you're unhappy, that's a choice. I'm not saying bad things don't happen. Of course they do. For me too. But do you need to fixate them? No. Fixate on them. You don't. You might choose to, but you control your attitude. You control it by controlling your thoughts. Your thoughts are going to create your feelings. Your feelings are going to create your actions. And your life is a direct reflection of the actions you take and the choices you make. And it starts with your thoughts and your attitude. If you don't feel like you are in control of your thoughts, that's where you need to start. And we mentioned this a few minutes ago, gentle redirection. I don't like what I'm focused on right now. It's not making me feel good, so I'm going to change it. I'm going to either bring it to right now or I'm going to bring it to something that I have to be happy about. Then when it wanders again, bring it back and bring it back and do it again and do it again. And it gets easier. But if you feel like you don't have control over your attitude, you don't have control over anything. 
You're in the passenger seat of your life, and that is where you need to begin to focus. Fat loss life lesson number 12, embrace challenges. Become a master of overcoming obstacles. Don't moan and groan and complain when you come to a roadblock. Recognize it for what it is. It's an opportunity for you to become stronger and better and more resilient. And your life will improve when you are more resilient. So that challenge is a gift. You can choose to complain, my work schedule, my sleep schedule, my travel, my finances. Or you can remind yourself that this is part of your training to become a master of overcoming obstacles. When that is your perspective, your options and your potential are completely limitless. And I don't know about you, but that excites me. That is a superpower that I can have and I want to create for myself. So bring on the obstacles. That is my proving ground. Last but certainly not least, fat loss life lesson number 13 Invite passionate, motivated people into your life, either virtually or in your everyday interactions. There was this interesting study done on fruit flies, of all things. Fruit flies are totally nasty, but this study was really interesting. So these fruit flies could like jump really, really, really high. But they put them in this box where the ceiling was just two inches high. So while they were in the box, they couldn't jump more than two inches high. When the researchers removed the ceiling in the box, those fruit flies never jumped higher than two inches. They were limited by what was around them. And when the limitation was removed, it was in their mind, right? I mean, got to be a tiny little mind and a fruit fly, but they were just programmed to believe that they couldn't jump more than two inches. And so they didn't. Do not place limitations on yourself in general. And one of the most profound ways we limit ourselves is by the company we keep. If we are around people who are complaining, who are bitching, who are negative, who are just, you know, just give you that like, ugh, kind of feeling, we do the same thing. And yeah, we can't just like eliminate negative people from our lives completely. I mean, we can, but we might not choose to. Balance out the effect by making sure you have positive, motivated people in your life, either virtually or in reality. And that's one of the reasons that I created the daily motivational notes, uh, the voice notes in the Primal Potential iPhone app, because you've got to have that daily motivation and encouragement and support in your life. You just have to. It's so, so important. It has to be consistent and regular and pervasive in your life day in and day out. So I hope this was really helpful. I would love your feedback. It would mean so much to me. Get on the VIP email list. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. Let me know where you're stuck. Let me know how I can help. And we will wrap up with what I ate yesterday. In the morning, I switched it up. I had a chia seed pudding. The recipe for that is on primalpotential.com. But it was just chia seeds overnight soaked in coffee and some cacao, uh, cocoa powder kind of, and stevia. After my workout, my workout was ridiculous, uh, I had two chicken thighs and some mashed purple cauliflower. Uh, I don't like the purple as much, but it was there, so whatever. And then dinner was leftover filet mignon from the night before and a caprese salad because I love that. Mozzarella and tomato and basil. Oh my gosh, I could eat my weight in it, but I didn't. I restrained myself. So that is what I ate yesterday. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope to hear from you soon. And we'll be back in another couple of days with another show. See you then.